clock starts now. I will set my phone. Silencio. I guess here. Make sure that shit is on <coughs> silent. Huh? Make sure it's on silent. It is on silent. Is it vibrating still? No. Okay. I am a professional, Adam. You say that, but I don't know sometimes. I don't know how many times that's happened to me. Not as many times as it's happened to other people. Whoa, that was good. For now. Yeah, how much? Put a lot yeah. of paper under there, so hopefully it lasts. All right. Well. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Do we have something to open these? Uh, yeah. I got this. I don't remember which ones I put in the cooler. These both will open, or? <coughs> Not these. I put them in the, the, yeah, yeah, it's this one. These two. All right. There you go. Thank you. Should we just open them now? Yes, let's do this. What is up, everybody? My name is Marco Dupa. Are you sure? <laughs> I had to think. While. I had to think for a second. Really, really, kind of get myself together here. With me tonight is my main man, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Hello. I, I actually I'm with you tonight. Yeah. I, I thought it's usually you're with me. What do you mean? Well, you're you're at my house. Shut up. You're Nobody knows me. that. You're with me. Tonight. Nobody knows where we are. Uh, our our thorough, third cohort, uh, David David God Romero, uh, cannot join us tonight. Schedule's a little wonky. Yeah. We're trying to get it together so that all of us can be together like we're destined to be. Mm. But since he can't join us tonight, um, you know, welcome to the. Fireside chat with Ob and Mr. Gitbutt. Mm. We're uh, we're outside. We're next to a fire pit. We just decided that tonight's the night, like Betty Wright, and uh, we're it's gonna not, get it in. It's not Betty White. I thought it was Betty Wright. Is it Betty White? And Betty White's an old lady. This is the One Baron Podcast. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it up. That's water in that cup. Pour? No, 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 no. It's not oh, it's a porter. No, what is it? I bought it. I like, don't know what it I think is. It's a stout. It but is a stout. It's, it's not a nitro stout. Well, it worked. Not a hard pour. I didn't no, hard no, pour it. No no, no. no, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, we're drinking the Samuel Smith Organic Chocolate Stout from Samuel Smith Brewing Company. Are they local? No. I don't think they are. Product of the UK. Oh, definitely not local then. No, not even close. All right. Let's drink it up. Drink. <sighs> that is tasty. It's like biting into a candy bar. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yeah, it's really nice. I like that. <clears throat> There's something about a stout on a cold night. You know? Yeah. It's like warms your insides a little bit. Stout is definitely my favorite beverage. 
is my beer fridge of choice. But you can't drink them too much. No. You know? That's why, like, you go to the bar and you can't just get a ton of stouts. I get one maybe to close out the evening yeah, or to start it. I, I can't. I can't start the night with a stout. No? No. You gotta I mean, close I, it out. I just feel too, like, full. After yeah. That. Well... I mean, sometimes that's kind of what I'm going for, so I don't drink as much. Not true. So, you know, it's like like starting a meal off with a tall glass of water so right. you don't overeat, even yeah. though that doesn't. I was going to say, has that work. ever worked? No. Has it ever worked once? Never worked for me. Yeah, no. Not one time. Yeah. That fire went out. It's going out. No! See? I'll, I'll work on it. Real men know how to maintain a fire, okay? You know, if we were, if this was thousands and thousands of years ago, millions of years ago, when... All we were was hunter gatherers. We would be, we would be poets. Yeah, we, we'd be <laughs> making uh, those hand paintings. Yeah, on cave walls. We, we would be in the we'd be in the cave, sissy men. Yeah, not worthy of going out on the hunt, because if you can't maintain a fire, how the fuck are you gonna cook anything? I don't know. They, did they cook stuff back then? Isn't that the whole paleo diet? Right. I guess they. You know, at some point, they figured it out. True. You know that I was listening to uh, the Joe Rogan experience. Don't don't promote other shows. Sorry, bro. sorry. I was listening to some other audio collection. Mo Smogan. Mo Smogan Spurison. And they were talking about how uh, at some point in the, uh, the 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 timeline of man, we just we just hit this stride. And our brains like exploded, and like all this knowledge, Just like they, there's this unexplainable moment in time. Oh, those aliens! That's what some people say. That's what a lot of people say, actually. Those aliens came down and touched us, hmm. and and gave us the gift of in, the universe in the butt, right in the butt. Oh, well, right. that's the only way you can give somebody the gift of the universe. I thought so. It's anal. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's, the, it's the secret of the universe. Anal. It's the fifth element. <laughs> anal. It's not love. It's anal. Mm. Uh, but what is love really? Anal. Okay, thank you. And so they they think that once the aliens, once we did it anal with the aliens, uh, we just we just like we just skyrocketed our our our, our knowledge of self. I mean, is is there a non conspiracy theorist version of that? No, the, the non conspiracy theorist version is. That it's an unexplainable phenomenon, such as you know the Big Bang, and, yeah, and it just, just happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. just that that you know. Well, not that it just happened, but there is a catalyst that science can't explain yet. Mm. I think I think that's what I believe is that most things are just unexplained currently. Yeah, because our our as much as we like to think that we are you know the most advanced thing in the universe, our feeble minds cannot comprehend all of the answers that's, that's all magic is man <laughs> stuff you can't explain is, man. It's, it's future science speaking of magic have you did you watch any of that david blaine stuff uh i saw the one that uh had drake and uh dave Chappelle. was it uh uh was with it the, with the uh, frogs yeah yeah i saw that part i, I didn't watch that part that part um i watched them on uh fallon they did the couple card tricks and then, uh, and then he did the uh, he did the same trick the human the human aquarium I think or the human fish tank mm-hmm. either way. Fallon is like a child, dude. Like, yeah. He just he I, and I guess that's that's his appeal. That's his charm. Yeah, he's so like innocent, his, his and happy childlike, and... 
bewilderment and everything. He's just a ray of sunshine. Uh, sometimes it, it's too much. Sometimes it works. Most times it works. That's why he's you so know, successful. The funny thing is, I just think he'd be such a better host for like a daytime TV show. Yeah, you yeah, know? for like sure. Like he fits perfectly for like the first person you see when you wake up. <laughs> yeah. And he's just there to, you know, get you going with your cup of coffee. Yeah, he's definitely got an Ellen vibe to him. Yeah, just exactly. energetic and just ready to go. It's like late night though. I don't know, man. When's when's there ever been a host like Jimmy Fallon? Well, there has been. There, there has been. I don't think there has. No, been. No, no, yeah. They're all either stand up like, maybe a little slower. Yeah. They have more of like a swagger to them, right. you could say. Um, but yeah, no, none of them are ever that, that puppy like. No. You know. That's why I still I stick with my man Conan. Yeah. Conan's quality. He's he's quality, yeah. and he's been quality for the past what thirty years. Has it really been that long? It has, I think. I mean, he's been on TBS since... Well, he's been on there for, what, five years? Something like that, yeah. I mean, he he took over the late show, like, mid-90s, right? Or late-90s. Late-90s, when he took over the late show. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken. I get... No, it might have been mid-90s, because he took the show from Letterman when Letterman got his spot... Rivaling, uh, right? Because it was Carson, then Letterman, mm-hmm. then Letterman, then then they hired Jay Leno instead of Letterman. So uh-huh. Letterman went on to CBS or whatever rival, yeah. or NBC, no CBS. And then him and 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 uh, and Leno were competing. Yeah, went head to head. And he had to come after, or, or Conan had to come after, the Tonight Show. I don't know, man. Who gives a shit? Anyway, he's been around for a while. <laughs> We're in the weeds, <laughs> right? You gotta get out of here. He's been around for a, he's been around long enough that that you know he should be the quality of his show should be dropping, and it's not. No, it's it's maintained. I, and honestly, I think it's just because he keeps doing new stuff. Yeah. So like the Clueless Gamer thing is, yeah. is always Clueless Gamer is really funny. Did yeah. you watch the Final Fantasy one? Yeah. <laughs> so good, so good. I just like that they give him the ability to say something sucks. Yeah. You know they're out there promoting a game, and. He's still able to like just completely trash it, right? And it's a game that's not even out yet, so it's not like you know people have played it and you know they have this impression about it and their reviews out that say it's good or whatever. Right. It's just, it's not out yet. This yeah. is like their press tour. They're trying to like you know amp it up. And he's, <laughs> he's just shitting on it, mashing it down. Well, I mean, if if why would you play this? If you're a person who like you, you're not gonna play Final Fantasy if you're getting your gaming advice from the clueless gamers. Yeah, so I think that's why they're just like, whatever. fuck it, man, say whatever you want, just yeah. as long as it's on your TV right. show. That's put some, all we care about. Put some about. pretty things on the TV screen, you're fine. But shit, watching it, I was just, I was kind of like, yeah, why the hell would I want to fight a boss for three days? Right. 72 real-time hours for one boss? Right. They say that this giant, like, turtle thing, you're going to have to fight for literally the amount of time it, for, for three days. Get the three fuck, days. get all the way the fuck out of here. I... I don't understand. I from what a lot of people were saying in the comment section of the video was that like, you know, it's just a it's a boss that you can continually come back to. Okay. You can like fast travel to it, fight it a little bit, then leave. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's, but it's kind of like, what the fuck is the point of that? Right. Just to say you did it, I guess. I mean, my thing with that game, and it, it's it's been it since they released that demo that you could play because it, it looks beautiful. It looks like a really cool looking game. Yeah. But. From what it, the combat style looks like, is I'm not interested in that. No, it's a little Kingdom Hearts ish, but I just I was never really into that kind of 
RPG. Like I'd the, rather the I'd rather action have, RPG. Yeah, but not even that because action RPGs have like combo systems and stuff. And like, yeah. I'm thinking more like uh, even like Zelda seems more fun than this new game. Yeah, Bond. <laughs> yeah, it's in your face, mm-hmm. bitch. But I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into it. But I'll wait and see what the reviews say. I I don't see myself. I haven't bought a Final Fantasy game. I mean, I appreciate what Final Fantasy is and what it brings to the table and all that stuff. But I haven't bought a Final Fantasy game in years. Last one I bought was ten. I think that was the last one I bought. Yeah. Way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was ten. Because then they, I don't know, the next one. Didn't didn't do it for me for some reason, or maybe I was just like in that transitionary phase where I'm like, ah, I don't really want to sink 50 hours into a video game right now. Yeah, too busy being a <clears throat> a real boy. I don't know. I guess it was just kind of hard for me to connect with the story and the characters. I don't know why seven you connected with so easily. No, I, I don't. I don't get it. I really don't understand the why seven was such a game that. Seem I don't know. There was something so attractive about Seven. Seven in particular was a game changer because that it hit at the right time. I don't think you probably didn't play when it first came out, right? Oh no, I yeah. When it first dropped, first came out. You were pretty young too. Yeah, yeah. it was like the only game that I mean that in like NBA Live '94 yeah. or '95. They look like Minecraft characters <laughs> yeah. running around. <laughs> they were just blocks, pixel blocks. It was great. Yeah, um, no, I yeah, I played that. That I, I don't know. It was like a commercial on TV that really got there was, my Yeah. There was a big commercial yeah. on on like mainstream TV. I remember that being like the one of the first PlayStation commercials I ever yeah. saw. I got it for Christmas. That and uh Crash Bandicoot yeah. commercials. Those were good. Um But yeah, I, I think it it was a time and place thing and it was also a big advance in technology. Yeah. Cuz you have to remember before that Final Fantasy <laughs> 1 through 6 were all 2D. Yeah, I was just thinking RPGs. that when I when I said that that it was such a it's such a departure. Yeah. It was like uh GTA three. Yeah. It's huge, exactly. Huge, it was a major change. major change or like uh, Mario sixty four, you know. Right. It's like this complete revolution it was of just a, a leap, such a leap. What the video game is, which we're not gonna see anymore. No. Probably. No, I just I can't imagine, I mean, unless they unless they take VR to a level that we can't even Imagine, yeah. yeah. Uh, other than that, I just I can't I can't see anything innovating in that way anymore. Right, it's not going to happen until it happens. Basically, <laughs> true, true. We, we can't we can't even like uh, have any future thoughts about that. But I mean, just like what can you even what can you like when you're playing a drop down game? You're going, you know, I can imagine this being better with better graphics, better scenery, all this stuff. You can imagine, you can kind of put your Put your mind in that place mm-hmm. of like, I can see this being better. I can see this looking better. Right. Uh, right now, I can't imagine anything being better. Well, it, the thing is, it, it can, but I feel like the things that can be better are so small that it it doesn't affect the game so much yeah. anymore. You know, it's not like we can make this jump into 3D again. It's not going to happen. Yeah. The closest thing is when we got to play with uh, VR for a little bit, and it's like, wow, this is like completely different. Yeah. But, you know, we're kind of not seeing that go anywhere as of right now. Right. And it's still, you know, being tested out and, you know, people are playing with it, 
but it's not this revolution that a lot of people were saying. Yeah, it's really still in its infant stages. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, like, things can look a bit more photorealistic, I guess. They still haven't passed that, um, what is it called? Uh, Where you can just, like, tell in their eyes that they're, like, dead eyes and they're fake. (laughs) Yeah. The, um, what's that phrase? You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Where you can just tell, like, something isn't isn't exactly right right about the the characters faces um so they can they can still nail that and get that technology <clears throat> like kind of drilled down but yeah besides that like again it's all just very small things <sighs> that they're improving i don't know if it's the beer or if i'm getting sick again but like my nose just saying it's stuffed up <laughs> like instantly and, and yeah in a matter of, of minutes i went from totally fine to congested yeah, it might just be the uh the chill in the air maybe that oh, and God. the uh, maybe there's some of the smoke over here <sighs> got up in there I'm just getting sick again sick man stop it it just keeps happening mm-hmm. over and over and over again I don't know eat some more fruits yeah less and pizza more fruits eat better just eat better period drink more water drink mm-hmm. some orange juice some emergency I need to take some vitamins yeah something different <laughs> <laughs> just do something different. I just got to change my life. I just got to change. Just got to make a change. Uh, talking about a change. Let's talk about Donald Trump some more. How about yeah. that? Yeah, you want to? No. Okay, good. But somebody that did want to talk about Donald Trump some more. Uh, apparently, Grizzly Bear. Grizzly Bear? Yeah. Well, Grizzly Bear is the band. but um, Ed, The lead singer the, of yeah. Grizzly Bear? Yeah. He, uh, he had some thoughts. Uh-oh. And I don't know if you can see this. That's what you wrote on their band page. Yeah. Those are more than just thoughts. Yeah. He kind of went in. Yeah. So That's a lot. He said a lot <laughs> of things here. A whole lot of things. Uh, mostly... Well, it starts off slamming Thanksgiving. Okay. It's uh, a good start. Let's see. Uh, he talks about how white people can't feel marginalized... Uh, talks about how Adam Yock's Memorial Playground got the swastika on it. Yeah. Uh, Trump's endorsed by the KKK. Uh, he says that my rights as a gay man are in jeopardy. I didn't know he was gay. Yeah. Never listen to them again, am I right? <laughs> Not in Florida. Woo! Trump 2016. Don't say that too loud. Sorry. We're yeah, outside. And we're in Florida. We're in Florida. Florida's like a, what, a 60% echo chamber of, <laughs> of right-wing ideology? Uh, depends where you go. Yeah. Uh, Probably not Orlando, but... No, actually, Orlando... I think Orlando ended up blue. I think... I saw I saw this meme on there that showed all the counties that had the major universities were blue. Yeah. And they're like, stupid <laughs> people. Just the dumb Trump. people vote you for Trump. Anyway, uh, he ends with, God help us, P.S., help alt-right us. is a bullshit term to normalize white supremacy. Fight! Fight! Uh, so he he went on that tangent. It's very, very large. I, I encourage everybody to look into it if they're interested in seeing his actual words. Did he words. court some controversy with it? He did. He did. Uh, I Actually, I saw... Pretty much right when he posted that on Facebook. Uh-huh. And, of course, I immediately went to the comment section right. to see what, you know, the common folk think. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was just, most of the top comments were like, hey, man, 
I, uh, I don't like Trump either, but this is a really bad look for you. You should, you know, keep your politics to yourself and not, not put them all over Facebook. And then, like, of course, there's a bunch of people that are like, hey, I liked your music, but fuck you now. <laughs> you know, like that sort of thing. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Because of the kind of music that they make. My, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. And I guess it's just... It's strange to see, but I think that we underestimate the amount and the type of people that actually did vote for Trump. Yeah. I think it may have been a lot more kind of regular Joe Schmoes than we're considering here. Yeah. You I, th- know? I think that we, uh, we definitely underestimated... First, I know that I underestimated how racist the country is Mm. but yeah I think I think you're right I think we we more than underestimated how racist the country still is we we underestimated just like how how much people distrust the elite and Mm. how much they are willing to give up so that they don't continue with the status quo but here's the thing I, I feel like when we're generalized, and obviously these are generalizations, we know we don't we don't know obviously every single person. No, they all can burn in hell. Okay, uh, <laughs> leave your comments below. <laughs> um, but when we think of a typical, I'm using air quotes, typical uh, Trump voter, we're thinking of like a white male, kind of middle class, right? Would that person really lose much by having a Trump presidency? And no. I, I don't think I don't think so. So that's an easy vote, right? You're voting for more security for you, True. for yourself. Right. I mean, in, in that in that way, it makes sense. Right. You know, for these people that are, are fearful and distrusting of Muslims and, uh, you know, feel like there's a gay agenda and, you know, think that a woman shouldn't have a right to abortions and, you know, all this type of stuff that they feel are threats to the way of living that they see as being the American way. Right. You know? Mm. So... In that way, I mean, it totally makes sense that Trump won. Yeah. You know? Not that they're the majority, but you have all of those people, and then I think the side effect of that is there are, like, tons of women women voted for Trump. Uh-huh. Which is kind of surprising, right? When you uh-huh. look at it from the outset. But a lot of these people are sort of um, minimizing the bad things he said and are like, he was just saying that to get in office. Right. right? Obviously, he's not going to deport every Muslim. Uh you know, obviously, he's not going to uh, take women's rights away. Uh, I, I can't remember all the other controversies he got into, but you know, <laughs> so you, many. you know, what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, oh, deport all the Mexicans, you know, that, that kind of stuff, right? But they were, like you were saying, so sick of the establishment that they're willing to roll the dice on that, I guess, and kind of right. just trust that that wasn't going <clears> to <throat> happen. But that kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> It sucks that that the establishment is something that's so hated and so just I mean like establishment or the establishment is is inherently a bad concept that has a negative connotation to it right yeah, it does. when it shouldn't I mean if it's a right. government that we trust, trust right we shouldn't be afraid of the status quo continuing right the thing is as they always say, the government's supposed to work for us. Right. So if we we hire the people, we put the people in power that we believe in, right? Yeah. We're supposed to do that. And those people are supposed to represent us, you know, from our counties to our states. 
to our country as a whole, up yeah. to the president, you know? So when we don't trust people from that ground level up, it's like, of course you're going to vote for somebody that's going to disrupt that entire system because the system's broken in your eyes. Right. You know? And that's what people think. And then when he announces his cabinet, I would love to sit with somebody who thought that he was going to change the status quo, that he was going to do all this outside the government type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you see his cabinet, his his potential cabinet is filled with career politicians. Right. And people say, oh, well, he needs people with experience. But it's like you voted for this dude because he was the guy who didn't care about politics, had nothing to do with politics. He was the outsider. Right. And then he fills his party, basically, his administration with the establishment. Yeah. The right wing establishment. So that that lets me like it's just it's bullshit. You know, it's 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 bullshit. The people well, I don't know. It's th- just people talking out of their ass because they want what they want and they're gonna say it doesn't really matter. Like the debates didn't matter. His the things that he said didn't matter. Right. The audio clips like people said Hillary you know, all she talked about was negativity and she tried to bring Trump down. She she wasn't mudslinging. All she was doing was playing his own audio. Mm-hmm. She was only quoting him. Right. It's just, it's fascinating. People fascinate me. <laughs> it was, this whole thing was just fascinating. It really was. Down down to the final vote count. You know, like I... Fascinating. Just stunned. Yeah. Speechless. Very, Mouth agape. Very, very interesting. And honestly, I'm I'm very curious to see how we're feeling after four years. Yeah. Where we very, are. Very, very curious to see who we, we are. Feel. Yeah. After four years. Wow. Feels like a really long time. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I mean, what else can we do, right? Fight. 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 <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, actually, I, I brought that up not to go completely into politics. Well, Oops. we did. Uh, but I also saw that Father John Misty kind of did something similar. Uh, but he's he's always been sort of outspoken about his political views and that sort of thing, so that's not as surprising. Yeah. Um, but how do you feel about that? What artists? About art? I mean, not just artists like doing an interview or something and talking about it, but actually like mounting their social media to have this sort of personal statement about politics. And I mean, like, and again, I'm not even talking about necessarily making a song about it because that's a form of like protest. That's like a that's a known thing that people have done in the past. Yeah. And, but social media, I feel, gives individuals within these bands uh, or the you know individual star themselves a mouthpiece that they didn't have before. Yeah. Outside of like magazines and stuff, you know. Well, you know, a lot of fans, a lot of fans, they they go on their own social media and they post these long, long-winded statuses and stuff, or or repost their their videos and 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 articles from their right wing or left wing uh websites and stuff and then then when their favorite artist does it they tell them to stick to music and this Mm -hmm. isn't the right time for that it's like how hypocritical are you to go on your own social media platform and blast off on your soapbox and then when i mean father john misty's just a dude man he's just a dude (laughs) that's all he is people try to make these these fucking guys into you know gods i just i want him to say that sometime was it? I'm, I'm just, just a dude, just a dude. man. Just I'm a just dude, a dude. And, but they are, you know, like like Kanye beast. West, another guy that that he's courting a lot of controversy oh, we, right now. We can now. talk about Kanye too. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Kanye. Okay, okay. But 
I feel that if you know these guys feel like they need to say something, then then I don't think there's any I don't think there's any time to not voice your opinion and your beliefs on something. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's obviously like well, uh, I sh- I should I should rephrase that as you know if if you're a guy who is in their line of work, okay, there's no time there's no there's no time where that's not where it's off limits. Mm-hmm. That's like well, us. We have real jobs, <laughs> and, I, and I can't go into my office tomorrow and just stand on a table and start right. yelling that Hillary should be president right now. But I don't think that you need to be a politically charged uh, artist mm-hmm. to talk politics, because anybody any, anybody can talk politics. Yeah. they're just fucking they're just regular people. Well, I think the the big criticism comes when people only see them as entertainers. And they're like, why? It's like, what if you were, I don't know, watching the next Captain America movie, and all of a sudden, midway through, there's just this pause, and Captain America looks at the screen, breaks the fourth wall, and is like, you know, Trump's a bad man. <laughs> well, that's not, you know, that's that's getting in the way of my entertainment. You know, if, if Father... Which, which is what Father John Misty has done in the past. Of just, what do you mean, like, stopping... He, uh... There was one show he had in particular where, and I mean, to his credit, he only did it maybe once, um, but he played a couple songs, had this, like, I think 15-minute long, like, monologue yeah. about politics, about the the way the world is, and I, I think it was specifically in reference to Trump. Yeah. Um, and a lot, he caught a lot of flack for that, because yeah. people were saying, like, stick to the music, we're out here, we paid money to watch you play your songs, not to hear your lecture, you know? Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I'm a little torn on that mm-hmm. because on the one hand, I, I agree. I mean, people, they spend a lot of money to see somebody just play songs, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I, you know, a lot of, I don't, I didn't spend 50, 60, $70, sometimes hundreds of dollars, you know, travel time and expenses to come see you. And then you cut your show in half cause you want to, you want to rant, right? you know, but on, on the other hand, it goes back to, you know, that's, that's their right, right as an artist and you you should i guess expect that you or, to, or be ready for that you have to at least respect it yeah you know if that cuz i mean that is technically a performance art in itself you know like if they feel like that charges them so much that they have to get that out in front of a public audience yeah. and get that statement out i feel like that's sort of part of the part of them you know, yeah. part of the show is part of who they are. So you're getting a little piece of that. Now, mind you, I would prefer if he would add that to the show. You know, he goes a little bit long and just talks about something for a little bit, and then he goes back into his songs. Right. Don't cut the show short. Right. Just add it to the show. Right. That's like an additional thing, you right. know, like, I have to get this thing out. Let me talk to you guys about this for a minute. Right. And then get back to, you know, what we're all here for. I, I would never tell an artist to not express themselves. That's the point, right? Exactly. Mostly, yeah. So I, I, it, you know, to, I guess to simply answer the question, you know, I, I, I would just let them do what they want at even at the expense of the show. If it gets in the way of their artistry, like you no, know, so let's say somebody puts an album together and halfway through a song, they just start talking for fifteen <laughs> minutes. It's kind of like, all right, well, that's all well and good, but I'm not gonna buy this, right? You know, if if I given the choice, as long as you as long as you know that going in, mm. I think it's like okay to 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 just go into the Kanye West stuff. 
because I think it's a perfect segue. Oh, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I was, was kind of waiting for you to do it. <laughs> uh, he goes on stage, and he has he has done fewer and fewer songs to, to, to the point this most recent show, he did two songs, he talked for 15 minutes, and then he left. <laughs> Just ridiculous. I mean, that's that's insane. Who does that? Like, I, I I think that when you buy a ticket to a Kanye West show, I think you have to know that at some point he's gonna stop and he's gonna start talking about stuff. Stuff. Just stuff. That what I, I think that's part of the appeal if you're a Kanye West fan. And boy howdy, am I a Kanye West fan. So if I bought a ticket to see one of his shows, which at this point that ain't gonna happen, but if I did, <laughs> well, you you coulda. But you would have had to get a refund now. Yeah, well, because he canceled the rest of his tour. Right. Because there might some there might be something clinically wrong with Mr. Kanye West. Yeah. I I'm I don't know, man. I I don't know. I mean, guys do weird shit. <laughs> people people do weird shit. You know, if if uh, if this was if this was the 70s or okay, let, let me let me rephrase that. If Jim Morrison came mm-hmm. out yesterday. Had an album out. People loved it. Women were falling over themselves to see some Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. And then he was on stage one day, whipped his dick out, and then passed out on stage. Like, that's an iconic image right. of him passed out on stage. People going ape shit. Yeah. But 2016, Jim Morrison does that. People lose their fucking minds. They yeah. go on Twitter and they say, this guy fucking passed out. I spent $50 to see him sing his songs, right. and he passed out. He looked at like a loser. Yeah, he wouldn't take him seriously no. anymore. But it's like I don't know, man. It's a different. It's a different era. I think if Kanye West came out in like the '60s or the '70s, and what he did was he went on stage and he ranted about politics in the middle of like the civil rights movement. Yeah, that shit would be huge. I guess so. I think he'd be a fucking legend. I mean, okay, we're talking about kind of two different things though, because Kanye. Most recently, wasn't talking about politics, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah. He was talking yeah. about Jay Z. He was talking about bullshit and Beyonce. So, well, like, I don't know. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna dismiss it as bullshit. A lot of people believe the stuff that he says. About- well, I mean, actually, you know what? I take that back a little bit. He was talking a little bit about politics. He was saying that he uh, he would have backed Trump if he voted, which he didn't. Well, that was the one before this last one. Yeah, and then this next one, he he just talked about Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah. And he said that award shows are rigged, and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> and then, and then, actually today he uh, apparently just spammed his own Instagram yeah. with, with pictures of like models <laughs> or something. Yeah. I, I went on Instagram from like you know I I like I think Instagram is probably my favorite app at this point. I go on there a lot. So, and and when he made his Instagram page. It was a pretty big deal because he didn't have one for a really long time. Mm. He just made one like, like three months ago, and then he didn't post anything on it. He just posted this weird image of like a car mm. and a house, and that was pretty much it. And everyone's like, "Oh, what is it? What does it mean?" So then all this stuff happens, and then he just starts like every time I went on there, I saw something from Kanye West, and what it is is like, I'll just pull that. Well, no, I got the other thing going, but basically, it's like it's not just pictures of models. It's like. It's his grainy photos of old magazines. Yeah, in like a catalog. Yeah, it's really, really Strange. weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Strange. And I don't know. I don't know what to make of but it. But is he crazy like a fox? <laughs> Do you know everything that he's doing right now? Is it all uh, planned? Right. Is that... Is, is he going to come out with a new album soon or something? I don't know. I really hope so. 
I really hope so. Because they say in sports, you can do a lot of stuff, man, but as long as you win, yeah. winning answers a lot of a lot of answer. Or, well, winning winning answers, answers a lot, lot of questions. questions. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes, thank you. Winning, winning, uh, winning questions, a lot of answers. Winning questions, all the answers. So you know, the more you win, right? He comes out with an album, and it's better than uh, Life of Pablo, which you know, very polarizing album. Yeah. Uh, but I doubt it. At this point, <laughs> I doubt it. You know, it. we. I feel like we gave him benefit of the doubt last time. <laughs> yeah. David was all negative on him. We're like, you might have something going here. Yeah. You know, like. This had some artistic merit to it. Yeah. And all of his shenanigans, like, kind of fell to the wayside once we heard the new album. Yeah. But now, the album, the album I, I think Life of Pablo's okay. I'm not, I think it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's better than Yeezus. Yeah, for it's sure. It's definitely not his best, but it's definitely not his worst either. Yeah. There, there's moments there. Yeah, there's definitely some moments on the album. Uh, I don't know, man. I just like to... <clears throat> I just like to keep thinking about like 2010, 11-ish mm-hmm. when, you know, he had the, the Taylor Swift stuff and everybody was calling him crazy and Obama called him a jackass and then he retreats to Hawaii and nobody hears from him for a couple, maybe like a year or two. Then he starts coming out with those good music things. Yeah. Every Friday, he had the Good Friday and he started getting people excited. Then he had the the Runaway movie. Yeah. That played and everyone's like, "What is this? this? Is so crazy! This is so cool!" Then he puts the album out, and it's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, one of the best rap albums ever made. Yeah, what a time to be alive! What a time to be Kanye! What a time to be Kanye! What a time to be a Kanye fan! Yeah, I mean everything he touched turned to gold. It was it was a resurgence. Yeah, it was amazing. And then I don't know, man. It's just it's so sad seeing it now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, know. a part of me thinks that he's just trying to play the part of like the uh, sort of crazy artist, you know? Yeah, sometimes it comes off as as manufactured. He's, just, he's like, I think he's trying to be Basquiat. Yeah, a little bit too much. If you're not tortured, you're not tortured. Yeah, I mean, I th- I feel like he's torturing himself to try to get better art out of himself, yeah. which is you know that's. That's valid. That's yeah, if it works. Yeah, if it works, sure. But yeah, part of me feels like he's he's putting it on too. Yeah. Like you know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows what it looks like. He knows what all the fashion stuff looks like. And, yeah. You know, he's I, not an idiot. No, no, not at all. You can accuse him of a lot of things, but I think he definitely knows what he's doing. Yeah. At least to a point, he may have gone off his rocker finally, but right. you know, people thought that in the past, and he's come right back. So true. You can never count a guy like that out. Right. But it's really getting harder and harder to be a Kanye West fan, I'll tell you that. He just needs to go back to Hawaii. Yeah, just go back to Hawaii, man. Just bring all your friends with you. Take a vacation. Do what you did, and don't come back till you got another dark fantasy with you. Because, mm. yeah, it's getting it's getting real hard to defend that dude. <laughs> Especially with the Trump stuff. It was just like, ugh, why? 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 Fight! <laughs> Fight! Oh, I mean, you know, and you just you just want these artists to to go back to what we were talking about. Just you, you know, you want them to say what they feel and and feel what they say and it to be real. Mm-hmm. And and that's the the most endearing thing about Kanye West is just how unfiltered he is. Right. You know, sometimes it comes off as insane, and sometimes it comes off as like like wow, 
what a fucking genius thing to do or mm-hmm. a genius thing to say. Or at least brave, you know. Brave is a huge, yeah, that brave. Right. Whether you agree with it or not, to go on TV and say the president doesn't care about black people, that's fucking, that's insane. Yeah. That only a crazy person <laughs> would do something like that. Only somebody who, you know, is is out there on the front lines. That's I, I respect guys like that. That's why Muhammad Ali is one of my heroes. He's like, you know, guys who are willing to put themselves in the line of fire for something that they believe in. Mm-hmm. And he's start he's really losing sight of that. Really losing the 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 foundation to to what made him great in yeah. the first place. Right. Cool. I try to, it, yeah. Exactly. <sighs> I, I can't even articulate it. <laughs> it's just like how this whole year has been, dude. Can't hey, even articulate this fucking... new Tribe Called Quest. Hey, there it is. There's some positivity. Yeah. And Chappelle. And Chappelle. On SNL. And Chappelle doing three specials. And Chappelle doing three specials. Netflix. Well, I mean, you know, it's ending pretty well. Yeah. Year ended okay. Uh, not okay. It ended. Mm. It ended. It's hope. It it's ended. ending. It ended. <laughs> that's it's that's all we end. can. That's all we can ask for is that it ends. It's gonna end. It ends. That's good. The album's great. Tribe Called Quest. Who knew? Who knew that they could come back? Yeah. And you know what? Fifteen years later. I think it was more than that. Yeah. It was like eighteen. And still be just as good if not better who knew Jerobi could rap so well still it's like where'd you come from I mean he's <laughs> barely on the I mean he's he's on the first one yeah and he's barely on the second and third one and then I don't know how much he raps on on the fourth one I don't know I have to go back and listen to that one but Jerobi barely raps yeah and then on this one he's killing it yeah I mean he had to pick up the slack obviously yeah they're missing a key member there with Fife. All right. Rest I mean, peace. It just it it made me happy. Yeah, that was it good. Made me happy. That was good. It was a shining moment. Shining moment in this in a, shit fest in, of a year. In a dark year. <laughs> a very dark year. And we're only in November. Oh come on. We, it's it's towards the end of November. Yeah. We got it. We're gonna have to do like a yearly recap kind of thing. I thought we'd do that. Did we do that last year? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We have to keep doing it. Okay, do okay. It you have to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll brainstorm. Yeah. We'll bring in Dr. Salsa. Yeah. We have to consult the doctor. Right. Hopefully he can help us work through all of this. <sighs> I'm going to cap this baby off. Let's do it. What'd you think of this? Samuel Smith organic chocolate stout, sir. Uh, it was really good. I have to take one last swig. <sighs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's definitely a stout with capital... C for the chocolate, Word. lowercase s for the stout. Word. Um, so yeah. if you're not a big fan of that stouty, like heavy <coughs> flavor, kind of, you know, that, um, you know, I'd say bitterness that a lot of stouts have. Yeah. A lot of people compare it to like uh, the taste of a cigarette or something. Yeah. It doesn't have that. No. It's much smoother, kind of light, actually. Yeah. Uh, very easy to drink. And it kind of just tastes like chocolate milk or something like that, you know? Like a carbonated chocolate milk drink. Right. Right. Very sweet. Yes. So. Score. 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 Uh, I would give it a... I'm going to give it a 4.5. 4.5. I enjoyed it. It's an enjoyable beer. Uh, I'm going to agree with everything you said, but I'm going to give it a 5. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
very tasty beverage very smooth not very uh hard to drink what is the abv on this i feel like it's pretty light it has to be it right light yeah uh nine percent five percent alcohol there you go yeah there you go that's why and it's organic there you so go. that counts you can feel good about right? drinking this yeah. there you go 4.5 five this has been fireside talks mm. with obi and uh mr Gipbutt. thank you guys for uh, joining us you can follow like subscribe share one bear in everywhere instagram facebook twitter youtube everywhere podcasts are sold and listened to stitcher itunes google play we don't sell the podcast it's free for your enjoyment because we love you so much thank you guys for listening enjoy this beautiful evening and enjoy delicious beer well marco yes what's the fifth element anal (laughs) the fifth element is anal that's gross that is gross